Blog Talk Radio. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise can, shall continue to be in my mouth. Psalms 34 and 1. You just tune in to Voice of Truth Worldwide Ministry here on Block Talk Radio. We are here every Sunday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'm your host, Minister Elaine. Call a neighbor, call a friend, text them, email them, tweet them. Hit them up on Facebook and let them know that we're on the air live. We just want to thank God for this day, Pentecost Sunday. Amen. Happy Pentecost Sunday to everyone. We do hope and pray that everyone had a blessed day today in the Lord. We want to welcome all our listeners to the service today. Amen. We want to give a shout-out to all our Facebook followers, all our Twitter, all our Pinterest, Instagram, we want to thank you for being a part of what God is doing with this ministry. Here at Voice of Truth, we will bring forth the word of God. We will open up the line for prayer. And at this time, the line is open for prayer. If you need prayer, you can press the one, and I will bring you in for prayer. We ask that you say, uh, give us your prayer request and your location, because we like to know what part of the world that we are touching with the gospel of Jesus Christ. We ask you not to give your name, voice of truth of the worldwide ministry, and people listen from all around the world. So we don't want you to put your business on front street, so we encourage you not to do that and ask you not to do that, not to give your name, just your location and your prayer prayer request, and you can do that at this time by pressing the one. But this is the day that the Lord has made, and what a beautiful day it is. And we just give God all the honor and all of the glory. We thank God for all of our new listeners. Amen. We are so glad that you are with us today and took time out of your busy day to be with us. You didn't just find what's the truth by accident here on Voices on uh, Block Talk Radio. We believe that you were led here by the spirit to hear a word from the Lord. So we're just so thankful for you being here with us today. To God be all of the glory. We are so glad that you're here with us today. We want to encourage you as well to to follow us and connect with us there on Facebook, uh, Voice of Truth. That's my ministry page there. I also have a personal page as well on Facebook that you can also follow me there. You don't have to send me a friend request. You can just follow me there. I put a lot of encouraging words on that page, amen. And I do uh, encouraging as well uh, on um, on my Facebook page from my YouTube page, amen. I want to encourage you also to follow us there on YouTube, amen, on our Love Today channel, uh, Elaine Jackson Ministries. So I want to encourage you to get connected with us there as well. If, uh if you need prayer at this time, you can press the one, and I'll bring you in. And I don't see anybody with their hand uh, raised, so we're going to go ahead and um, do a general prayer, and we're going to go forward with the word. We're going to keep it moving. Amen. To God be all of the glory. Amen. But I also want to get started with the prayer. I want to say uh, congratulations to all of the 2021 grads all around the world. You did it. And may God richly bless you. And we pray that you have 
the best life ever. Just keep God first in your life, and everything will fall in its place. Amen to God. Be all the glory. Amen. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we give you praise. We give you honor. We give you glory. We magnify your name. For thou art God, and there is none like you. Lord, we thank you for your word that is coming forth. We give that word back unto you, O Father. I ask you to decrease me and increase you. O God, we thank you right now that you are God that is able to do all things with fail. You never lost a battle and you'll never lose a battle. We know that you're able to keep us in these last and these evil days, O Father. Father God, we ask you to help us and strengthen us and make ways out of no way for us. We know that you are a way-making God and you still is and always will be. We thank you, God. Help us, O Father, to look unto Jesus, who is the author and the finisher of our faith. Lord, I ask you to meet the needs of every person under the sound of my voice. Let every bill be paid, God. Let every house have food in their refrigerators and their cabinets with an overflow. In the name of Jesus. I pray for health and strength in their bodies now in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, I ask you to touch them wherever there is pain, oh, God. I pray for wholeness spiritually, physically, and mentally for your people all around the world, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, let the their heart, let not their heart be troubled, oh God, in the name of Jesus. I pray for your perfect peace, oh God. Give them peace that surpasses all understanding. Give them rest in you, oh God, for you are our defense, oh God. God, let them realize that you have not forgotten about them, oh God, in the name of Jesus. That you are a promise keeper and you're able to do just what you said you can do. Lord, I ask you to help those all around the world that are in need, those that are in sorrow, those that are in pain, those that are going through, Father. I'm ask you to uplift them in their spirit, oh God, and let them know, God, that you love them with an unconditional love. No matter where they are right now, no matter what's going on in their lives, that your love for them has never changed, that you love them right where they are right now, Lord. Lord, we pray, Father God, for souls. We pray, Father God, that they will ask, what must I do to be saved? We believe you, God, to save souls, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you, Father, for the great revivals that are coming forth all over the land for souls, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Get the body of Christ and your church ready for the revivals that are coming forth for the glory of God. We thank you right now for all of the healing, all of the deliverance, oh God, all the souls that will be saved, all those who will come to Jesus. Lord, we thank you right now, God. We thank you right now for setting them free, God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we give you praise and honor and glory, God, because we know that you're able, God, in the name of Jesus. We just thank you for Jesus. We thank you for the blood that he shed it. We thank you for his body that was broken that we might be healed and set free. We thank you right now, God, for the crown of thorns that he had on his head for our minds. We thank you for the nails in his hand and his feet. Oh, God, for our hands and our feet and our knees and our elbows and 
our ankles and our foot. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for the piercing in his side, that everything in us that's not like you has got to go. It could come out. So, Lord, we thank you right now. We ask you, Father God, to cover every person under the sound of my voice, under the blood of Jesus. Let nothing by no means harm them, even now, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. A thousand may fall on their Left side and 10,000 may fall on their right, but it shall not come now down the well. We declare and decree it in the mighty name of Jesus. We declare your word, no weapon formed against the church of God, no weapon formed against the men and women of God, against your prophet, shall not prosper in the mighty name of Jesus. You didn't say that the weapon wouldn't be formed, but you said in your word, Father, that it wouldn't work. You said in the word, Lord, that the mischievous devices would be formed, but they cannot perform them. In other words, they won't work. So we thank you right now, God, for your divine protection over your church and over your people, over the body of Christ. Even now, God, in the name of Jesus, we ask you to mend relationships, mend marriages. Even now, Lord, bring them back to the place where they first fell in love and those that need godly marital counseling. We pray right now that they will seek it, even now, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we give you praise, honor, and glory. We call it done in the mighty name of Jesus, and it is so, and it shall come to pass in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. To God be all of the glory. To him alone do we say thank you. We thank you, Lord, for your grace. We thank you for your mercies that in do us forevermore. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. To God be all of the glory. The message is coming from Mark today. Mark the second chapter. Amen. Mark the second chapter. I'm going to begin reading at verse number one. And the word of God reads, And again he entered into Capernaum after some days. And it was noise that he was in the house. And straightway many were gathered together, insomuch that there was no room to receive them. No, not so much as about the door. And he preached the word unto them. And they come unto him, bringing one sick of the person, which was born of four. And when they could not come now unto him for the press, they uncovered the roof where he was. And when they had broken it up, they let down the bed wherein the sick of the palsy laid. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the sick of the palsy, Son, thou sins be forgiven thee. But there were certain of the scribes sitting there and reasoning in the heart. Why does this man thus be blasphemy? Who can forgive sin but God only? And immediately when Jesus perceived it in his spirit that they so reasoned within themselves, he said unto them, Why reason ye these things in your heart? Whether it is easy to say to the sick of them, 
palsy, thou sins be the be forgiven thee, or to say, Arise and take up thy bed and walk. But that ye may know that the Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sin. He said to the sick of the palsy, I say unto thee, Arise and take up thy bed and go thy way unto thy house. And immediately he arose, took up the bed, and went forth before them all in so much that they all all they were all amazed and glorified God, saying, "We never saw it on this fashion." Amen. To God be the glory. We're gonna stop reading that right there, but we want to encourage you in your own devotional time to go back and read the entirety of the chapter. The title today is "Expect." A miracle. Expect a miracle. Get ready to see a miracle in your life. Get ready to see a miracle in your life. Here in this day and time, Jesus was doing the work of his ministry. He was going from city to city or town to town walking outside of the church building. He was working. He was doing the work of ministry. He was healing. He was delivering. He was setting people free. He was doing many miracles in his day and time, in his ministry. And even today, we ought to see miracles happening in the ministry of God with signs, miracles, and wonders following, just as it was in the day of Jesus, when he walked upon the earth, there was much healing, there was much deliverance. Many people were set free from whatever was coming against him in his ministry. And where Jesus' spirit is, there ought to be miracles. You know, the Bible just said unto us that there was noise. There were other words. People were talking about the man named Jesus, the one that was coming, the one that was coming to their town. And the people had gathered because they expected a miracle. Jesus was a prophet of his day, and he was a great prophet and teacher of his day. He was a miracle worker. And he healed the sick. He healed the lame, the deaf, and the blind. He healed them. He healed them all. For he came for all, that all might be healed. But the Bible says that that, that the people came, that it was so many people around Jesus because I believe because they knew that he was a miracle worker and they was expecting a miracle. You know, when... We're in the body of Christ. We ought to expect Jesus to do a miracle. We ought to always come with an expectation that Jesus can perform a miracle. As these four that brought the man that was paralyzed with the palsy, he was laying on this mat. And if I could said in this way, they were friends. Maybe they were his friends. We don't know. It don't really say exactly who he was, but he was, maybe they were his friends. Maybe they were family. But whoever they were, 
they had enough faith to believe if we can get this man with the clergy or the palsy, if we can get him to Jesus, we'll believe in Jesus, can heal him, and that he will walk and he will get up. Because we expect for Jesus to do a miracle. Now, the Bible tells us now faith is a substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. In order for us to receive a miracle, as this man received a miracle of healing, we have to have faith to believe for it. We have to believe in our own heart and our own mind and soul and spirit that Jesus is able to perform a miracle in our lives. We have to know Jesus for ourselves. We have to know him. You know, sometimes I believe that sometimes others have to believe for us, for the miracle to manifest in our life sometimes, because we don't have the faith to believe. But we must have faith for a miracle to manifest in our life. We have to believe God for it by our faith, because a miracle will happen in our lives according to our faith. In order for us to see the manifestation of God's power in our life through a miracle, we must have faith. They had enough faith for this man laying on this mat. Now, we don't know how long he's been laying on the mat, but we do know that they had enough faith. So for them to take this man unto Jesus, and I guess when I can, I guess, and imagine that while they were coming to Jesus, they could see the crowd because everybody was around Jesus because everybody wanted some type of healing or they were bringing family members or they were bringing children. They were bringing many that were sick. They were bringing the dumb. They were bringing those who were deaf. They were bringing those who were lame. They were bringing those that couldn't walk. They were bringing those that were blind and couldn't see because they believed that Jesus could do a miracle. They expect when they came to Jesus that he would perform a miracle. And if we read the word of God, we will see that Jesus performed many miracles in his ministry. That same power exists today by the power of the Holy Spirit. This is Pentecost Sunday. Power. Jesus was God in the flesh. And he needed the power of the Holy Spirit to perform the miracles that he performed. And he was a powerful prophet of God. And in his day, he performed miracles. He didn't perform too many in his own town because so many didn't really believe him to be who he was in God. Saw him just as Mary and Joseph's son. But he was the son of God. He was a he was God in the flesh. And he was doing all kinds of miracles. You know, if you come to Jesus. You get to come as you are, just as the man on the the mat who was paralyzed. He came to Jesus on this mat, and he was brought before Jesus by his friends or family members or whoever they were unto him. The Bible says that they had so much. Do you, got, do you have in Jesus 
for the impossible thing to become a miracle in your life. How much faith do you have? Well, the Bible tells us that they had so much faith that they really couldn't get close to Jesus because of the crowd. So much so that they went on the roof, and they opened up the roof, and they let the man down on the mat in front of Jesus. I want to know how much faith you got. Do you have enough faith, not only for yourself, but faith for others? Do you have enough faith to bring somebody's name up unto God in prayer? Believe in God to heal. Believe in God to save. To believe in God to deliver. How much faith do you got? Because sometimes we have to have faith for those around us who are not saved. We have to have faith for those children, away with children or ours that are not saved, for our neighbor's children and for the world. How much faith do you got? What are you willing to do by faith? To receive the miracle. They were willing. They had to go around the crowd to get on the roof. Jesus looked up. Here come the man down before Jesus. He said, I ain't seen so much faith. What is he saying about your faith today? Have you lost your faith in this troubled world? Where is your faith? Ye a little faith. Do we not believe that Jesus is still a miracle worker? Do we not have faith to believe that he is? The Bible says we must believe that he is. For it's impossible to please him without faith. How do we expect a miracle if we have no faith in God to perform the miracle? He is a miracle working God. He hasn't changed. Just as Jesus performed miracles in his ministry in the days when he was upon the earth, we as leaders in the church, in the church houses, there should be miracles of healing. There are miracles of healing. There should be miracles of healing in the church today. Something is wrong if we bring forth the people before Jesus, before God, and they go out of the church the same way they came in. There's no way. It's not God. Jesus' spirit brings forth healing and deliverance in the lives of the people. Just as he done for this man and throughout the word of God, the people were healed and delivered and set free. People were healed from sin. They were not coming to Jesus and leaving Jesus the same way that he went, still in sin. The Bible says that when Jesus saw the faith, he said, Son, thou sin, I've been in the church. I've been in the church house. And I've been in there all my life, grew up in the church. But I've never seen the healing as it should be in the church house. I went in, out, in, out, in, and out of the church house. I was not healed. 
nor was I delivered a step free. I said unto God one day, I said, something is wrong. I'm going in and out of this church house, and I'm going back to the same thing that I'm in. My life is not changing. I'm not being delivered. I'm not being healed. I'm not being set free. But I was in the church house. My name was on the road, and I was working in the church. There's no way that you can be upon the anointing of the almighty God and not be healed and delivered. When he came down from that roof, the anointing and the healing power of God healed him. Sin was forgiven him. He got up because Jesus told him to get up and take your mat and walk. Jesus wants the people healed. He called for us. He came. The Bible said that he was sent so that we could be healed, delivered, and set free. He was wanted that we might be healed. He was prepared for us. To be here. We have to expect a miracle. People are coming in the church. They might not even believe it. We have to believe for one. Because God will heal them. When I when I first really got to know Jesus and really began to have a relationship with him and love Jesus, that's when I learned that he was a God of miracles. He did so many miracles in my life that I did not even know anything about. Didn't know he was that kind of God. What? You mean to tell me that I've been all these many years in and out of the church house and I didn't know the miracle work? I didn't know that he could heal and deliver me and set me free because I was in a place. You know, why you see me some big churches. I don't know why. Why you see me all these churches? It's not because I'm showing you what's not of me. It ain't me. They got the name of Jesus on the building, but there ain't no healing. Now, here was Jesus in a crowd of people at a house. And they come and they bring forth this man down before Jesus by faith. I think they had enough faith for him, too, even if he didn't believe it. And he was healed. We got to get it right. God is not pleased with that. He's not pleased with people coming in and out of the church and not being healed. Talking about just nobody ministry. No, get it right. I didn't say that don't get it twisted. But the truth must be told. God, we must preach the truth of his word. The Bible says that Jesus preached the word unto them. We got to preach the truth. We got to preach Jesus. We got to preach him. That he lived and died and he rose again for people to be healed, delivered, and set free. He was the one that shed his blood that they might have life. If we come to Jesus for real, he will forgive us of our sins. We can be made whole. We can rise up in our mind, body, soul, and spirit. We can become a new creature in Christ. But we say we don't expect that. 
You know, we're not expecting that. We, we just go to church on a Sunday. And we put on our Sunday suits and our Sunday hats and our Sunday shoes. And we ride in our fine cars, but we don't know Jesus. Our name is on the church road. How can we lead others unto Christ? And we don't know them ourselves. We must be anointed. We must be sent. Jesus was a prophet. And a powerful prophet at that. And the Bible said he didn't form any miracles in the own time. Because they didn't believe. Because who he was. That God was sent forth the message. Just like it is today. And people don't believe in the prophet anymore. They said that's in the Bible days. But we ought to be preaching about Jesus. We need to be preaching about the blood. We need to be preaching about the kingdom. We need to preach the word of God so that people can be healed. People are going through a many things. People are suffering. But they're going in and out of the church. And the life hasn't changed. And you say, well, how you know life? And look at the lifestyle, the food that they bear, what they're doing in their lives. There's no way that somebody can come in to church and go back out doing the same sin, living in sin. Jesus told us, he said, son, thou sin are forgiven. God wants to forgive you of your sin. He wants to heal you, mind, body, soul, and spirit. He wants to heal you. Your life will never, ever be the same. You know, when I came up on the Without Walls Worldwide Ministry, oh, it's probably been been years now, I did not know God. I did not. I just really didn't even know Jesus. I didn't know Jesus. I didn't know the man named Jesus. And I was going through a lot of things when I came up under this ministry. I was going through a lot of things. And God had called me to ministry, and I I really, nobody wanted to help me with it. I was just going through so many things, y'all. And so when I met the man and woman of God, and I said to God, who's going to help me? And he told me to ask Apostle Yvonne. and, And she took me under her wing. They took me under their wing. And I began to see deliverance. I began to see healing. This is his man. Healing. Deliverance. Because I was getting the word of God. They were preaching the word of God, and Jesus was preaching the word of God here. And the word that we're preaching was preached by the power of the Holy Spirit. Because it must be anointed word. In order to do ministry, you must be sent and called by God. You must have the anointing. And my life will change. I'm not who I used to be. I'm not where I want to be, but I'm not who I used to be. I saw and seen the miracles that Jesus did in my life since I've been under this ministry. You know, sometimes we can't expect what we don't know. And some of us don't know Jesus as a miracle worker. Because we're so caught up in the world's way, we got a religious spirit. So we don't know Jesus 
like the like the scribes. The scribes were there. They were reasoning in their hearts and their minds. Oh, who this man ain't Jesus? What? What? I'm just praying for you. Who is this man Jesus? He blasphemy. Only God can forgive sin. Okay. They were religious leaders, theologians, if you want to call them all that. And they supposed to know the word, but they didn't know Jesus. They didn't know him. And there's many today that are walking around that don't know Jesus because paper, because you got a piece of paper don't mean you know Jesus. Many are walking around and don't know Jesus. When Jesus came for all, came for all to be healed, just as he healed this man right here, how do we how do we get this miracle? When I, I'm not going to do a testimony. I always do this testimony, but the first miracle that that God did for me was when I needed a roof on my house. I I, I didn't understand. I didn't understand what a deliver uh, angel of deliverance was. I didn't understand anything about miracles. Like I said, I really just didn't know Jesus like I know him now. And so when Apostle and Pastor prayed and and they you know, they spoke the word of God and and, and and it didn't rain for ninety days and God made a way out of no way it was a miracle that I had what I needed. I thought I didn't have what I needed to, to get the roof put on my house. You know, he he just done so many miracles, and it was done. And it brought me no sorrow. I didn't understand it, y'all. But what I did, I expected a miracle to happen. You know, I expected it to happen. I didn't understand how it was going to happen. I didn't understand it because I didn't know any spiritual things about God. I, I really didn't. I just came as a brand-new little babe coming on out the womb, <laughs> getting to know a man named Jesus. But he did miracles after miracles after miracles in my life. And he did it because I had faith to believe it. So we have to have faith to believe in our God. No matter what we're going through, it's nothing too hard for God. Just as he healed this man today, it should be healing today. It should be healing today. People need Jesus. We all need Jesus. There are so many souls out there that do not know Jesus. They're being led by the blind, blind leading the blind. But Jesus came for them so that their sins can be forgiven, that their whole life can change, that they can arise and walk and be a new person through Christ Jesus our Lord. We have to get it right. We have to get it right. We have to expect a miracle of God. How are we going to expect? It's just like you go to anywhere and you expect and you work somewhere, you expect to get a paycheck when you get through doing your work. If you go out to your vehicle by faith, you expect for that vehicle to run. If you flip your light switch and you pay your bill, hopefully you pay your bill. We pray if you don't have the money, we pray right now that God will do a miracle that you will have the money to pay your bill so they won't cut your lights off. But we just thank God that your lights are going to get cut off. But when we flip that light switch, we expect the lights to come on by faith. By faith, we expect, the, when we sit down in the chair, as one pastor said, we sit down in the chair, we expect for that chair to hold us. How we do that? By faith. So everything that we do in the kingdom of God is by faith. 
We have to expect a miracle by faith. Now, everybody around you may not believe it. Everybody around you may not want you to have it. Just like the the, the scribes, they were like reeling in the heart. Okay, Jesus, okay, what 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 are you doing? The man had just got healed. Why weren't they happy? Why weren't they glorifying God? Why wasn't, why wasn't they praising God for his healing? You know, there's some people around you that ain't going to praise God. They're going to be mad because you got whatever healing that you're getting. Because God is a healer. He's a miracle-working healer. Not all the time it's sickness in the body. It's finances. It's marriages. It's relationships. It's many other things that we need healing in. We just always think about money all the time. We're always thinking about money all the time. And money does suffice as all things. It does. But we need to think as our God, as a miracle-working God. And we have to believe and know that and expect him to perform a miracle in our lives because he is a miracle worker. Everything he does is a, a miracle. The breath that you're breathing right now is a miracle. Life and death is a miracle. Nobody has any control over it. Nobody but God. He's a miracle worker. He's a healer. I believe that if we believe, we will see more miracles happening in our lives, in the lives of our loved ones, if we believe that he is who he is by faith. They didn't come without faith. They came with so much faith that Jesus said about their faith. He talked about their faith. Is he he talking about your faith? What kind of faith you got? What kind of faith do you got? Jesus said when he saw them, he he looked up and he saw like, and they got some faith. They done got up on this roof. They done opened up the roof, and they done lowered this man down unto me so that this man might be healed. They cared enough and loved him enough to want him to be healed. And so we have to do the same thing. If we're in ministry, we should want the people to be here, not just our four and no more. And I have heard people say some people that I don't really care as long as it's my family. No, <laughs> can't be that way. We have to want the people healed and delivered, that we bring them forth before Jesus in prayer. And we need to speak the word of truth, treat the word in season and out of season so people can be healed and delivered. God will do the drawing. God will do the healing. He will do the deliverance. We can't do it. We are just a vessel that he uses to do his work. Jesus healed this man. And he forgave him of his sin. That's why he said, son, thy sins have been forgiven thee. And God wants you here today. I don't know what you're going through, but I do know God as a healer. I do know him as a deliverer, and I know that he will set you free from whatever is coming against you. That's physically, mentally, and spiritually. But we have to come by faith because it's by faith that we are healed. We have to come by faith to him to be healed. 
Now, this man was paralyzed, and he had others that brought him unto Jesus. So I want to encourage you to come unto Jesus because he wants to heal you. He wants to set you free, to deliver you. No, the Bible says all is sin and fell short of the glory of God. And we all have fell short of his glory. He has done a miracle at the cross. Huh? So we ought to come to Jesus with an expectation to be healed and to be delivered and to be set free from sin so that he can say unto you, son, so, my daughter, thou sins are forgiven. Come, that I may heal, deliver, and set you free from sin, from darkness, and bring you to the marvelous light. See, that's that small, still voice you hear and calling your name. And you don't want to answer. I remember once somebody said, he's calling me. He keeps calling me. Why do you keep calling me? You know what Jesus said when he's calling you? He said, I love you. I love you. I'm calling you because I love you. I love you. Come. You don't have to go through all that stuff by yourself. If you're sick in your body, I can heal you. It don't matter whether you were born sick, whether you were born blind or deaf. If you're lame and you can't walk, if you're laying on your bed of your affliction, it's a miracle when you come to Jesus because he'll heal you and he'll set you free. He's that kind of God. He's a God that he cannot lie. He can heal you. So we call on Jehovah Rahi to heal and deliver and set souls free all over the land. Come. Expect a miracle. Come with an expectation. Many of us come. Some of you come just like the scribe. Some of you come for the fish and the loaves. Some of us come for many reasons. Some of us got hidden agenda. But I'm talking about those that really want to be saved. I'm talking about those that really that ready to turn their lives around. I, I, I'm talking about those that expect a miracle from God to be forgiven, to be healed. Those that are willing to change their life and give their life to Christ today. I'm going to give the invitation. I want to encourage you to come. But I want you to come with an expectation that Jesus is a healer. That he's a deliverer of the souls of men. The sin kills the soul of men. But he's a forgiver of sin. That's what I said, well, only God can forgive Give sin. He was God in the flesh. That's why he could forgive sin. So come. He said, well, I done done so much. I'm not worthy. Well, if we look at the cross, we'll know that you are worthy because of Jesus died for you to be healed.
with an expectation for your life to change. And it's all a process. But by faith, and when you come, your whole life will change. The Bible tells us that God so loved the world that he gave his son that we might have life, that that we will have eternal life through him. This man's life will change by faith. According to your faith, would you be healed? If you don't believe for the healing, guess what? You won't get it. If you don't believe in a miracle of healing, you won't get it. If you don't believe for your deliverance, you won't get it. If you don't want to be set free, you'll stay bound. If you never, if you don't never believe God for your healing, you got to believe. I got enough faith for you to believe for you that if you come, God will heal you. I pray that in the name of Jesus, that you will come to know the Savior. I pray for your healing and your deliverance in your life. I pray for God to do a miracle that only he can do, for there's nothing too impossible for God. He can heal you. He wants to heal you. But you got to expect it. You got to believe for it. You got to have faith for it. You got to hope for it, even though you cannot see it. Even if your body is racking with pain, you got to believe. So, Lord, we just thank you right now for healing. We pray that you will make them whole, even now, in the name of Jesus. And if you would just ask him, Lord, heal me. I don't understand what this preacher woman is saying, but heal me. Come into my life and be my Lord and my Savior. Forgive me of my sins. I believe that you lived, you died, and you rose again just for me. Keep me from falling. I receive you this day as my Lord and Savior. And if you said that prayer, we do believe that you are saved. We want to welcome you to the body of Christ. And I want to take a few minutes to talk to those that are in the in the church house, on the church row, and and. And your name is on the road. Now, we know how we live. You know God knows, but we can't fool God. We may fool others, but we can't fool God. God knows what we do when we get behind them doors when we get out of the church house. And I know because I've been there. I've been a church goer, and I was one for many years. I want to encourage you today. I want to encourage those, all those who have backslidden to come back to Jesus while the blood is yet running warm in your veins. He's ever married to the backslider. Your first love. We all know about them first love. So you, he's your first love. Come back to your first love. Some of us leaving our first love. We need to stay with our first love. We know our first love. We need to come back. We need to get our lives right with God. And we need to get back in our rightful places with God. He is a forgiver of sin. 
and he's the only one that can forgive you all your sin. He's the only one that can heal you and deliver you and set you free. Many people ain't going to make it in because they name on the church rope because we think we're supposed to go to church. Then we want to go to get down or get mad with somebody else and talk about other people because they ain't going to the church house every day. Why? Some of the people ain't going. I we're going to do a message on that one right now. What are you going to do it today? Today is the day. With God, we just thank you right now for souls. We pray right now. If you're a church goer or you're back to just ask the Lord today. I mean it. And turn from sin, which means repent. And don't go back to those things. Just ask the Lord. Lord, save me. Lord, save me. I repent of my sin with a godless soul. And do what you say you're going to do. Don't bow to God if you ain't going to keep it. Come. While the blood is yet running warm in your veins. Expect God to do a miracle in your life. Expect him to do a miracle. You know, we expect for God to do miracles when it comes to houses and cars and uh, all those other things. But he's a healer of the body and the mind and the soul. He's a healer. Some of us, we need healing in our minds. We need healing in our finances. We need healing in our relationships. We need healing in many other areas of our life. And he's a healer. He'll give us a peace of mind. Some of us need healing in our mind. We ain't got no peace. But he's a healer. Expect a miracle. And how are you going to receive the miracle? By faith. By the preach word. By reading the word. Believing that God is who he says he is. Living by faith. Even if you cannot see it. Believing God for it. Knowing that he is a miracle working God. Trusting him. When we trust in God, when we can't see it, we believe in God for a miracle. We got to believe him for a miracle because miracle happens according to our faith. We got to have faith for it. We got to believe for it. And we got to hope for it. What are you expecting God to do for you? Do you have an expectation? to receive a miracle by faith. Do you believe? Faith in God breathes forth miracles. In God, make miracles happen. Come always with an expectation that God is able to do just what he said he can do. For there's nothing too hard for God. I want to encourage you to get ready to see something that you've never seen. Because the word says down here in the uh, verse 12, and immediately he arose and he took up his bed and he went forth before them all. And so much that they were all amazed. So some people are about to be amazed about what God is about to do in your life. And glorify God, not yourself saying here it says we never seen it on this fashion in other words what god can do in your life 
what God is going to do in those lives who already believe and have faith and believe in him for, it's going to be something that you've never seen. It's going to be something brand new that you have never seen nor experienced. It's going to be an effect, and as the word says, that you ain't never seen. It's going to be something new. He's a God of the new. He's a God of faith. You got to walk in faith. You got to live out your faith. You got to talk by faith and expect a miracle to happen in your life. And God's word says, and Jesus said, arise and take up thy bed and go thy way into thy house. And he immediately arose, arise. Arise. Rise up in your faith. Rise up and believe God for it. Rise up and believe him as a healer. Rise up and believe him as your deliverer. Rise up and believe that he's able to do all things for sin. Rise up and expect a miracle in Jesus' name. Amen. To God be the glory. Expect a miracle. I don't know about you, but I'm expecting God to do a miracle. I'm expecting him to do something I have never seen before because I have seen him do miracles in my life. I have seen him do miracles. We serve a miracle-working God, y'all. He is an awesome God. He is the awesome God, as my pastor said. He is the awesome God. And he's a miracle-working God. And I believe in God and praying for God to send miracles your way, miracles with your name on them. So I pray that you receive the word of God today to expect a miracle by faith. Expect him to do it. Believe that he can. Know that he will. Know that he is still the same God that he was when Jesus was upon the earth. He's the same God of miracles. He has not changed. Get ready to receive your miracle and expect your miracle. And then when others come around like the scribe that's trying to uh, stop it, trying to stop what God trying to do in your life, don't receive that. Believe God for your miracle. We want to thank God right now for every soul that's saved, every soul that healed and delivered. We thank God right now for the miracles that are coming forth in the lives of the believers all across the nation, all around the world. God is going to do miracles in the lives of his people so you can get ready for it. You can mark it down because it's going to happen. He is going to do miracles upon miracles. He's going to bless you upon blessings like never before. Get ready, get ready, get ready for the miracle. Get ready to see something that you've never seen. Get, you're going to see God in a new way. But you got to believe it and you got to have faith for it. And I just pray right now that you are living by faith to receive your miracles in Jesus' name. Amen. To God be all the glory. I'm going to go ahead and do the announcements for today, VOT announcements. 
On Sunday, we have for you the hour of power. The first half of the hour of power is Pathetic Corner with your host, Prophetess Martha Williams. Pathetic Corner is on the air from 5 o'clock to 6 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I want to encourage you to get connected to the woman of God. God is going to do a great work through Prophetess Martha and her ministry with signs, miracles, and wonder following Jesse did in the day of Jesus. And I want to encourage you to get connected, stay connected. I want to encourage you to also to sow an offering in her ministry. Amen. I know that her ministry has been a blessing to you, and I want to encourage you to do that. If you want to do that, I want you to hit her up on Facebook, Prophetess Martha or Martha William, and she will tell you how to get that offering to her. But I do want to encourage you to get connected. And you can follow her there on Facebook, uh, Prophetess Martha Williams and Martha Williams. So you can just follow that. You don't even have to send a fan request. You can just follow her there on her page. And as I said earlier, you can inbox her, you can message her, and she will get back with you. Amen. To God be the glory. Also, uh, she's the first half of the hour power voice. The truth is the second half of the hour power. We're on the air live from 6.30 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So you got two hours of power on Sunday. First hour, the prophet come on. So I want you to, I want you to, I want you to get it because Jesus was a prophet, and he preached the word. Prophet of Mark is a prophet. She's going to preach the word. And it's Read word, you're going to get healed. So I want to encourage you to get connected. Then on Tuesday night, we have one word from the Lord with my leaders, Apostle and Pastor, Apostle Yvonne Rao, and she's a prophet, and Pastor Joseph Rao. They're on the air at 9 o'clock p.m. on Block Talk Radio. I want to encourage you to follow them there. I don't know about you, but I need one word from the Lord. There's another powerful prophet of God, a true prophet of God. I want you to get connected. And on Sunday, I mean Saturday, excuse me, we have Faith Calm by Hearing Ministry with L.D. Evangelist Bertha Askew. She's on the air live at 3 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I want to encourage you to get connected to Elder. God's going to do a great amount of work through the powerful woman of God. You can connect with her also on Facebook. Everybody has Facebook pages, so you can connect us there. I want to encourage you to show an offer in one word from the Lord and faith come by hearing ministries. I want to also encourage you to become a wild partner for an offering of $25 or more, and that will put you on our prayer list, and um, you'll get other perks during the week. And we got to get out of here because we're running out of time. We're going to go ahead and do the benediction. Amen. Now to to keep you from falling and to present you falling before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God, I say you be glory, majesty, dominion, and power, both now and forevermore. Amen. Meet us here next week at the same place at the same time here on Block Talk Radio. We love you. Be blessed.